0: What I say! Hi, hi! Hey, girls and gays, girls and gays of the world, girls and gays. Let's actually
1: ask people if they like your ad libs. Do you care to know? You know what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No disrespect, darlings, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) That was a concerted effort not to do an Australian accent. I've decided I'm going Scottish. That's my go to now forever. Well, for the next, oh fuck, I lost it.
1: You just have to show off as well. It's not like you're trying to learn how to do a Scottish. You think you know, which you do, but still.
0: I'm sorry (laughs) that
1: offends you. Welcome to another episode of I Said What I Said, Mm -hmm. where we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be and who we are and who we want to be. That's right. I am your host, Mukundwa. And I am your co-hostess with the mostest, Nyakwezi. Who literally I maintain, and this is no effect. Who actually does nothing? No, now you do things. Now you come with questions. Cause you force me. <laughs> I honestly... Wait, let me ask the question. <laughs> so, are you the kind of guy who dates a girl because you need somewhere to stay? So you've covered your rent, irenti, food.
0: It's Petra. very
1: hard to answer this question. I feel like you might be if you're a man. If I was a man, you date. I would be for room and board. <laughs> w- look. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. All right. Well, today we have (laughs) a very special episode. The episode is about trigger warnings, censorship, and should white people be allowed on Mars? (laughs) So I had a um, story up this week about trigger warnings. I don't post trigger warnings. And I had... Okay, well, trigger warning. This is going to be an episode about trigger warnings. We're talking about things that are triggering. So this is your trigger warning. So I forgot. Yeah. You're
0: so shit. Is that not how you do it? (laughs) Well, oh, Do it with your heart. You did that like you're fighting with someone.
1: Well, yeah. Maybe because I am. I actually don't believe in trigger warnings. And I was asking people what they think, how it affects them, how it helps them. Um, and I asked people about the limitations, which nobody responded to, but everyone responded to how it affects them. And I think that was my phraseology, though. I don't think I was clear to explain what exactly I wanted feedback on. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about tr- trigger warnings and the limitations, in my opinion, of them. And then, like, free speech... Um, and responsibility. who um, Who's responsible for disseminating information in what way? Um, how does it flow? Is it from people to brands and organizations and government? Or is it from government down? Um, are we all responsible? Are we all micro-influencers in our own right? Mm. So let's jump right in. Right in. Right in. Oh, right okay. Okay. Oh, we have announcements. Before we jump right in right in right in oh
0: my
1: god i'm getting i'm getting effects they make
0: computer effects for these
1: i know um some announcements. Announcements,
0: announcements announcements
1: so we are doing this new thing i love having guests and different opinions and the podcast is right now the easiest way to do this but if i could just have like If I could just get all of us to meet in a park, all 300 of us, and we just all shout about what we think and have dialogue, that would be like the best form (laughs) for me. But unfortunately, it's two of us and then we get a guest and we could only have so many. So to combat that, we are now doing a thing where you can send in your voice notes with your opinions so that we can insert them in and um, engage with them as if you were on the show. So when I have Instagram stories, I will ask folks, send in your opinions via voice note, ideally make them one minute because Instagram stops recording at one minute. So ideally, make them one minute. Um, you don't have to say hi or do shoutouts or say your name if you don't want to, because that'll eat up your time. S- if you want to be known, you can say my at is ABC Designs, and people can find you. Um, if you like want your views to be attached to your profile, if you don't, don't say that. And if you want to be anonymous, please state that you want your voice to be um meddled with. What's um, <laughs> to be? Oh, fuck! I had the word before you. Augmented yeah, to be If you want your um, voice to be digitally augmented, you'll let us know. If you want it to stay out is you just let us know as well. But that's a way to like actually for this to feel like a, a real conversation, like mm. a real- time one, even though it's not.
0: So that's exciting. Yeah.
1: And then announcement number two, remember to download the gratitude calendar for September. We are like, what a weekend?
0: Yeah, we're a weekend.
1: About a weekend. So please rob your school, rob your university, rob your workplace. Download it in color. Um, Hopefully you don't have to pay. And um, I like A4 now. It's an A3 calendar, but I prefer an A4. I prefer a smaller one
0: of late. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, dude. And like, send us pictures of it if you like. Or even your reviews of it. Like what, you know, how you found it in the month. What what was it like using it? Did anything change for you? Did it shift? Whatever. Yes.
1: Yeah. So the point is to write every morning you wake up one thing you're grateful for. And that just, um, gratitude is a discipline and it helps prime you to see your day half full rather than half empty. So Mm -hmm. that is the point of that.
0: I do mine at the end of the day, which I I love. (gasps) So at the end of the day, I'm like, oh yeah, actually I'm grateful for my dusty cat. That, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Mm. All righty. Let's jump right in. Right in. Right in. Splash. Right in. <laughs> so, How should we start this? Hmm. Should we explain what a trigger warning and what a trigger is? Actually, yeah. Okay. What is a trigger warning? So you will often see TW or trigger warning in caps locks before a post. Um, people often make spaces or um, full stops so that there's a big space between the text or the image somehow that you're about to see if it, if it is considered sensitive content. This is often for anything that is um, violent, so sexually violent, physically violent, graphic, um, anything that talks about mental health in a way that is emotive, that can incite emotion. A trigger, the difference between, oh, that is offensive or annoying versus a trigger. So it's all a spectrum. Um, at, the, at the most extreme end of being triggered is involuntary reaction to content you've seen. This can manifest in sweaty palms, shaking, nervousness, flashbacks, um, some sort of physical disease in your body. Um, so that's often anxiety. It can trigger the onset of a mental health issue like depression, anxiety, some kind of disorder. That's on the extreme end. On the more lukewarm end is it being annoying, irritating, offensive, um, disruptive. So all of that, if you're triggered, you will fall on that spectrum. But I think it's important to differentiate because, again, the more we use language, it's funny, words are for using, but the more we use them, the more they their efficacy and meaning is watered down. People who are triggered... Um, we always say oh, "I'm triggered, triggered with a T, triggered." And that's what I say all the time.
0: I didn't even know we said that. Triggered.
1: No. Oh well, we do, yeah. Mm. And it's often as a joke when we see something like, "Oh my gosh, this guy said he wanted to take me on a date," and we went to the McDonald's um, drive-through, and someone will be like, "Triggered." That is so triggering, and I do that too. Yeah. Um, and that's to say like, it's it's, yeah, I do that too. Is the T a joke and the D not? Yeah, it's like saying I'm um, dead with a T.
0: Oh, dead with a T is Or saying
1: um, hunty. It, it's, it's, it's internetting a word and making it mimi right
0: yes
1: so i I just want to say that just so we know what we mean um because i was talking to people and someone some people like yeah you know i just don't want to see violent images before i go to bed it's like upsetting and then someone else was like yeah my anxiety is triggered for weeks on end and i was like whoa okay those are very different Mm. things and i never even thought someone could literally be thrown into the 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 deep end of like a mental health concern because of something i posted so let's just differentiate and let's just know
0: yeah so now we know. Now we know. Okay. Okay. Let's start with you, Nyak. The, I knew that was coming. It's always we start, start with, with me? me. Should we
1: start with me? Start let's whatever. start with me. Okay. So I post a lot about... There Um, has been a lot of sexual violence and physical violence uh, in South Africa at the moment. And I've been posting about it without any warning. And I never post any warnings. um, And... I started to wonder whether people felt I should. And I asked people if they'd like me to. People explained what they'd like me to trigger and why. Um, Did anyone
0: w- ask you to before you asked? No,
1: no one had ever. Have trigger warnings benefited you and in what ways?
0: Yes, they have. I remember when um, you know, I was part of a group that really centered the black female pain. Um, and there were just certain topics that were too mm-hmm. much for me. That I didn't want to, I didn't want to read, you know, two paragraphs down and and really read of someone's pain. So it wasn't that I'd been through them, but it was that I knew that, I knew like, you know, I would feel it in my heart or like, you know, when you feel your chest actually tightening up a little bit. And I just mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't want my reality to, to consciously, you know, carry that, those experiences naive or in a bubble as it may be, whatever. I just needed to take care of my, keeping myself light and, and, you know, Happy for myself. So, yeah, they've helped me there where, like, I was like, you know what? I actually don't want to engage with this kind of trauma today that that because of the group I'm in, it just brings the proximity so much closer and I feel so much more vulnerable and at risk and all of those things, Mm. which I just don't need to feel today. So they've helped me there, um, but, like, I haven't experienced anything that they've saved me from, like, bringing up those feelings again or anything like that. I see. Yeah. Okay, and so were
1: people actually putting trigger warning on...
0: Yeah, because oh. it, it was a group for pain, so people would, they, and it was, the requirements were put a trigger w- a warning before your post if it is a triggering post. Yeah,
1: and what's nice about it, uh, Facebook is that when you add enough spaces, um, you have to click see more, so you couldn't actually see until yeah. you chose to. Okay, so for me, um, I've been triggered before, Um, so we're going to have another episode discussing um, victimhood and abuse and rape um so this is not that episode but I when I was assaulted when I was raped in South Africa um and why did I feel the need to say South Africa oh because that's contextual that's quite important for the next episode (laughs) so hold on to that piece of information um I remember a few days after reading people's like just being on Instagram and then seeing something about violence and or rape And then getting sweaty palms, like heartbeat fast, I just, like vertigo, I was like, whoa. And I was like, oh, is this what it is to be triggered? Right, okay, wild. And so I proceeded just not to go on Instagram or to try, I knew the risks, I'd go on because like it's Insta and I want to look at cute pictures and titties, but then with the knowledge that I may just be triggered now what i believe about triggering i so i personally as i said i post sexual i I talk about violence um i often don't i don't post graphic imagery of violence um and i the reason these are the reasons why I, i understand triggering and what it can do to people and this is my argument against it still when we experience ultimately okay the summary is that i think it invites people to not engage. And I think that's, I I don't think that's doing us any service because the people who should be engaging in sexual violence, i.e. men, people of privilege, are the ones who are opting out of these conversations. And so when I sandwich these things in between titties and memes, it's because I'm reflecting how life happens. When somebody is hurt Um, you're going to work and then you're raped and then you have to go home and you have to still pay your bills the next day and still get up and still pick cereals and still do this mundane shit. When you are violently attacked, you were going on, you on your way to school, you were on your way to get groceries, you were at a wedding, you were at a funeral. So y- violence, we live alongside violence at all times. We live alongside triggers and within a triggering world at all times. That is how things unfold. No one consents to being abused or assaulted. No one consents to having a nuke dropped in their house and their kids are losing their legs or being a victim of X, Y, Z. That is how it happens in real time. So in the same way... M- I reflect my thought patterns and how life unfolds on my stories and on my Instagram. It is memes. It's motivational. It's titties. It's talking about orgasms. Then it's a bit about rape in my experience. And then it's a thing about Syria a little bit here and there. And then it's something about fruits and furniture because that is how it happens. That is how it unfolds. And by, categorizing and being so specific and, and, and adding themes and chapters to how we think as if that is how life unfolds and as, and, as it, and as if that's how our thinking patterns are, is not realistic. And who does it do justice for? The world doesn't ask for our consent in terms of what we experience. And so if we are doing that, if we are um, structuring our socials or our platforms and channels that way we essentially are marginalizing the people who have been affected by saying this is a separate issue and people are and you are allowed to opt in or opt out um this is not for everybody only if you are Syrian interested in Syria around that area um some a, a war victim someone affected um then this is for you when it's not it's for all of us because we're all complicit because we're all one organism um, I'm complicit in all the suffering and all the joy in the world because I have as an individual an effect um, through my intentionality, through my, m- my um, energy and through my, my money, through who I give my money to, what organizations, etc. So by trigger warning, it's making us further separate. The way we look at victims... Um, is we pity them and we treat them as... They become people that retreat from society. Rape victims, victims of trafficking, um, any kind of victim, war victims. They're these separate people. There's normal people who go clubbing and do all these things and have a complex life, and then they're victims. And I don't want to... They're not separate. We are all abusers and people who've been abused. And by, by meshing information together, not warning people beforehand, it reflects reality, but also... It reflects the mundaneness of violence violence is every day it's not making it casual or normalizing it's reflecting the honest mundaneness and by making violence seem um, like it happens to certain people only like it's only for people at certain intersections and privileges we distance ourselves and actually it's always at our doorstep all the time pleasure and pain, violence and peace are always present. And I'm doing a service to that by not adding a trigger. That's how I, that is how I see it. Not adding a trigger warning. Yes, by not adding a trigger warning. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Right. I'm just giving you space if you wanted to...
0: To comment on that. Yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, 10 minutes hits <laughs> that. Well, no, I I mean, I understand what you're saying. What do you think?
1: Do you disagree somewhere? Do you agree? Where's the nuance I'm missing, if anything?
0: Um. So, I mean, I think that it's, I think it's a bit of a hard one, or mm. a hard one, or that there's no cut and dry with it. Okay, what it requires, I think, is also like a, a healthy environment. So where someone in a, and kind of some background work for people that consume you um, to understand where you're coming from and be on the same page. So I think in order to consume your content, like if you were posting things that ne- needed trigger warnings and carry on and be fine without being triggered, I think also the work needs to be done separately or on the side of that where people Um, are in the practice of living their lives, like accepting the flow of life, like rising above labels, rising above um, traumatic events, uh, rising above, by that I mean like separating their identity from from traumatic events and understanding that who they are and their self-worth is separate from that and still working through the pain and the healing and all of that, but not, as you say, like diminishing themselves and so on and so forth. And I don't know if, for me, it's like chicken and egg like what comes first. Like I think how you, what you've just described. So I think like what you're doing is great because it's realistic in terms of how life is led. Whereas like social media is escapism to me. And so maybe that's where trigger warnings come from um, in a, in a sense Mm. Uh, because yeah, because it is escapism. It's supposed to be, you're not really supposed to be confronted. I feel um, and therefore, like social media activists or whatever, it's it's a bit of a, it's not status quo. Like I I feel like activism in a sense, like it's really, you, you, you make a concerted effort to, to like stand out as um, either or, or to stand your ground. Let me say it in that way. So no, so I agree with what you're saying and I agree with how you think about it. Where the Catch-22 for me is... Um, like how much do we consider people's sensibilities, and it, I mean, it's it can be infinite. So where where do you stop? Like where where do your sensibilities of other people's sensibilities stop and start? Mm. Um, and then also like then how much of the responsibility is on the the person that would be triggered to um, to stop consuming or to to notice the precursors to triggering um, to being triggered? So I don't know if they read the beginning of a post like if that would or they need to read the full thing like can they stop at the beginning of the story when they're like oh god this looks like she's about to walk into a dark alley and be assaulted and i don't need that in my life and stop at the beginning of the story do you know what i mean like Mm, mm. so just how much is the onus on the consumer as well Mm -hmm. um to censor themselves because that that's what triggering is for me trigger warning putting on is for me as well it is censoring in a sense um I don't mm. use trigger warnings. I only use them in jest, but I never, I never post anything. I think I never post anything harrowing, but actually when I have posted things, political, uh, things, it's never been, um, or things about, uh, men abusing women or anything like that. I've never thought about it. Funny enough, I've never thought, oh, I, you know, I need to protect the people that have been abused. Um, I'm always thinking, um, this, this shit happens And if people aren't aware, like, hey, Mm. (laughs) it it happens. Things like that, yeah. Ooh. There are a
1: few things you said there. A few points were made. Mm -hmm. I think, so first of all, I'm saying you probably will be triggered because life is triggering and this page is triggering and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. And I think this goes into territory about how much... Our relationship to suffering so no one wants to be triggered or feel those uncomfortable um, emotions I think for me as a human I really believe I'm just like like a sea sponge all I do is expand and contract all I do is have emotions and then I die right? I'm just a blip that has emotions and feels. And it's like a muscle. I'm interested in stretching that muscle and feeling in every direction and then dying. And there's no point but to feel. And I have the privilege of not having deep uh, mental health issues that cripple me. So I'm saying this from this space is that I'm allowing myself to be upset more. Um, a few episodes ago, all the time, I'm like, I don't watch the news and I don't research for this podcast because that was a defense mechanism because I don't want to be in a state of like pain. I don't want to hurt for other people. But then I thought, well, but why not? Like, will I die personally? Me as Wakanda? No, I won't. It is okay to feel pain and, and, and and sadness and concern because I also feel the opposite. And what else am I here to do but to flex my emotional capacity? Mm. That's the beauty of being human is I have this stuff. I have emotions and technicolor. And so for me, I'm sp- and I'm really speaking from my experience, because again, it's not for the person who's triggered for two weeks, like, wow, that is different, you know? Mm. If I was triggered for two weeks, I don't- then I would probably think differently. Um, so I do understand that I'm speaking from such a specific lens. But I think um, we are quite afraid of hurting and feeling bad, but um, I kind of think that's an I think we I think that's an agenda. I think we should be open to feeling a, the full spectrum of emotions. And so when there is a picture of somebody, there was a picture I saw, um, of a kitty who I think it was it was a country and they were bombed and there was blood on their face and they were they were just really clearly in shock, and it tore it was just was heartbreaking, and I thought oh, I wish I hadn't seen that and I thought well why. This happened to somebody. Like, why shouldn't I see that? What for? To live in a bubble and pretend it's not happening? And how does that benefit me? Because either way, if I know what's happening or not, I tend to act the same anyway. So um, what's so scary about experiencing, peop- experiencing a full array of human
0: stories? That array is so massive. So, like, I'm still on the... I still don't listen to the news and I still Mm. don't keep up with it. And it's because, like, I'm just, like, (laughs) protecting my inner sanctum. Mm. And so... Yeah, but I mean, it's not to say that I wouldn't. I would. I would. I might engage with that kid that's been hurt differently. I don't know, but it's just that trying to get trying to be, get a balanced view when it comes to a world that is so so vast, so unbalanced. Already, opinion is so skewed. Mm. Um, balance might be so. The news only shows unhappy things and the news is a certain say it's an hour of our day. So it's one twenty fourth of our day. But in, in terms of what happens in this world, in terms of all the things that go right, bad things might be a very small percentage. Mm, or we
1: actually just don't know.
0: We actually just really don't know. So we don't know what balance should look like. Um, and yeah, we actually just don't know. So for all the, the crazy things that are happening in my country or the country that I'm living in at the moment, um, if I didn't know that they were happening, uh, say in the last six months, my life would actually just be bliss because nothing in my direct vicinity, you know, Mm. and, and, and yes, Mm. that is a sheltered view, uh, and everything, but, um, but it's your choice to make. That's true. So, so what, what I think though, is that if I'm, if, if I'm not prepared to do anything about it, or if I feel I don't have the space to engage with it, for me, that's a signal that I'm not going to do anything with it. Mm -hmm. But when I can see it and not spiral and, and feel, maybe hurt and anger and maybe in a sense a a, a bit of activism then i think i'm doing so then i think it's positive and Mm. then i can engage with it and use it further but to be exposed just for the exposing sake that's Mm. why i don't watch the news i'm not going to do shit about my political political atmosphere in south africa or uganda i'm not going to do a thing Mm. i'm not voting i'm not engaging i don't care because at the moment i still can't see how my engagement does a thing Mm -hmm. yeah i understand
1: I understand, I think, um, to answer your question about the skewed news, um that's where you mentioned um viewer responsibility, yeah, about you know trigger warnings and feeling you're about to be triggered. I agree, I think we should self censor and which is what you're doing, which is what I do, which is what we all do. We all curate what we look at, yeah, um, and some people censor against happy news or against positivity, they do. just you know
0: oh my God, they, they all self censor yeah, yes yeah.
1: so um. So it's, um, I think our Instagram, our channel ratio is important. So to have, to follow, for example, four positive pages and one page that's um, about political concerns. Right. Um, And, 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 and that's a ratio. And I think I relate to what you're saying. And I was there just the other day, (laughs) two weeks ago. Yeah. But I really am starting to understand contrast is so important for flavor. I wouldn't know what sweet oh. was if I didn't know what salty was. And so when I see somebody hurt in another country where I'm not about to spend coin, I'm not about to go there and assist. What, what that means for me is I've understood now my activism is very much community-based and microcosmic. Yeah. So my response is to remember Mukundba, There's so much lack of compassion there. How can I be more compassionate here? If there's a kitty on the streets who's begging, right. can I give them something? Can I give them some food? Can I chat to them? Can I look at them and see them as human? Can I, in response, expel, um, ra- radiate more love mm-hmm. here? So I'm understanding from my episode with Andrew, which we'll link, go watch. Go listen to that, about activism, that we all have our, our role. And being kind to the person in front of you is incredible activism and is enough so I've scaled down. The reason why I didn't, I was like you is because I thought, um, activism meant addressing that issue right there. I have to fly and, you know, airdrop into Haiti and help them there. But, um, or I could just do something in my community because I don't have the range or I've chosen that I I don't want to stretch that far. And that is also okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, let's also chat about a boot,
0: a boot. Who says a boot? Oh, it's Canadians. They're speaking fine, fine, fine. Then go a boot. And you're like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: you're so funny Uh uh-huh another thing my friend mentioned just because i post something that i feel so i the reason i don't want trigger warnings is because we're all abusers and abusees but people who are in in specific contexts predominantly abusers let's say men raping or or abusing they need to be engaging in this content Mm. um but they made a point that, you know, those bitches will just click out. Like just because I'm posting doesn't mean people are watching. And so why not just be kind to the people who are going to engage people who are always going to engage will engage anyway. That's
0: a good point. So why don't you do
1: the kindness and the service to people um, who are, who are more vulnerable to just trigger Mm. warning it. And the men or the people who were not going to engage are still not going to engage, which is true. And which I'm thinking about because I want to be, I'm I'm only considering one community which is the people that aren't listening. What about the people who have been affected and who are constantly listening? What about my echo chambers that I'm in that we all are in because like people who are like us gravitate and I'm am I just hurting that community more?
0: Well, wait, okay, okay. How about this? So wait, with all of your posts, you always have a title. You always say, "Okay, guys, bitches, let's talk about um let's or talk whores. about Okay, whores. Let's <laughs> talk about XYZ and then you go into your whole blabber. Like I think there's, for me, there's a psychology around trigger warning, like putting the label T W that actually just for thinking about it as a speaking now that actually does exclude that actually does say, Oh no, no, no. If you've experienced this, you might, you're like, I don't know. It just it does. It takes away this for me. It takes away the strength from the person. Like you don't have the strength you, you might consider if you have the strength to engage as opposed to this is the title. And then people can think about it, not in the sense of being triggered, but, or, but like a choice. Um, do you know what I mean? Like- yes, it's not invite. So trigger warnings for me aren't
1: inviting. Um, Whereas like titling what you're going to talk about is. So what Bobo yes. will do in her story, she'll title what she's about to engage everyone in rather well, than trigger warning it. Yeah, and-
0: like she'll title it like, let let's we're talking about dating broke men. Yes. And for, that could be triggering like for me.
1: Because it always includes, because there's always an intersection about violence and about like subject and object yeah. and women being pawns in men's games. So I think... that is probably a tight that that is a it's it can can be considered a trigger warning but it's more a i'm inviting you in and now you know what what we're about to discuss yes and i think i can i'll do that because i i I used to do titles i can add titles for sure i think i'm also concerned about triggering because i wonder what precedent that sets um Mm, that's true we all do censor ourselves generally that is um How life works We all centre in different Communities and spaces I'm not talking about Jesus being my nigga in church Um But I'll do it on the podcast Right? Context (laughs) Um However If I set the precedent Of starting to
0: consider
1: People who I don't know Now I'm about to get real We're about to get real I am one person Speaking to X However many people Listen to this podcast I am one person Speaking to 1,101 followers Really? On Yes Really? Yes 1101. 1101. Oh, one, one, oh, one. What does that mean? What's the same thing? That's angels.
0: One is angels.
1: Ooh, what, chat. Or is it one, one? yeah. And I'm about to so die. tons of ones. Okay, right. let me not. No
0: drag. Um, The angels are with you.
1: So when it comes to channels and when it this is okay, this is a PSA. Friends, we all follow people online who have public personas, who are influencers, who are whatever, public figures, public pages. It's hard to fathom if you're not in that space, that you as an individual, the, per- the, the, the pages you're engaging with, they don't know you. And the flow of information and the relationship is unequal. Yeah. Me as a public page, I'm investing much more in the, the wider community and therefore you as an individual than you are investing in me. And it might not seem like that when we're having our DMs, but it is the kind of energy expenditure and intentionality I move with dealing with a thousand people is not the same with how you move with dealing with me. The consideration I have to extend to everybody is simply, I'm not going to receive that investment back because that is the, that is the nature of the setup, right? Uh. With my friends, I can trigger one and I can be considered because it's, I get back what I put in, but largely the investment is is different. The exchange is different um, when you have this ratio, when it's one is to a thousand, one is to 30,000. So while um, people would like their needs considered, this pay, it's not personal. And I know it's hard to understand as well, but we can, public figures are really, con- we consider them channels. It's hard to humanize somebody who you don't know and who's who's publicly speaking to many people. And so you don't humanize the effort sometimes you might be expecting from them on your behalf for your triggers or for your lived experience. So that's just to understand that, that I know I'm considered just a channel. I'm a Refinery29, but it's just called Mukundwa. And so I have to operate from that space where I can't be empathetic to everyone because I'm not getting that back. That'll leave me... I'll I'll be like... (laughs) Just i'll leave with Quashioko. you'll take all my nutrients <laughs> do you see so just fyi just so we're aware and just leave the yeah, behind when some i don't know public figure or just instagram people seem uncaring it's because how could they they actually don't know you they you you don't know each other let's be real and the exchange and the investment is not the same and that's not to say um that's not a pretty story that's not a um it's not an excuse. I'm just explaining the truth of the dynamic. That it's hard to understand if you've never been in a space where you've of elevated in an elevated position um, on a soapbox.
0: Doesn't she sound so self-righteous? No, let me, I'm, talking no. Pe- I'm, talking, I'm talking to the people. I'm not. I'm talking to the people. This is a, we the yeah, people that follow. So, you.
1: So they must answer to you directly. Without <laughs> hmm, no. no.
0: So um, do you think? Um, so is, is it tiring? Basically, no. Would it... Not at all no, 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 the like needing to really consider sensibilities like if you were to start trigger warning, putting trigger warnings and stuff like that, like would that be, or like the people that now put um or when people put like captions closed captions for what they're what oh, they're saying or whatever like' that is nice also is it futile like trying to create an environment online where like with the trigger warnings and everything and I think it's inclusive. like it's like super yeah, it's being really sensitive. But I wonder if I think it's really sensitive just because I don't need those things. Maybe that's it.
1: I think it's up to you. So Jamila Jamil. um, My fave, my babe. Yeah, it's incredibly inclusive and wants to include everyone as much as she can. Um, And she's interested and it's genuine and it shows. Um, You only know what you know and you, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so I think for me personally, I will never compromise myself for like, the benefit of the people what experiencing my page. Right. Um, because then it's not, it's pointless. Because then I'm a corporation or then I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I don't treat my, I don't treat myself as just a, a, a channel. For, I, I am, this is me. This is really me. Yeah. I experience myself as a human. And so I can't compromise myself with people I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I can't rush myself to be more considerate and thoughtful and woke than I am. Yeah. An example is pronouns. I. Ooh understand i'm re i'm really i'm so aware that i my relationship to gender is still very binary and i'm interested in including people and and not being i was never intending to be exclusive but you are naturally if you're if you're being binary right um and The interest was always there, but it was from a place of fear of wanting, not wanting to be called out, not wanting to offend because I didn't want to get in trouble. But now that, so I didn't, because I thought that's not the right intentionality. And as much as it is hurting people, the intention has to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm about intention. So now I feel it in my heart that I want to learn. And so I'm going to, so I could have been woke or I could have been more considerate months ago, but that wouldn't have been genuine. It would have been out of fear. And what does that do? That's still not addressing the issue of seeing people as human. And so in the same way, nyak, um, considering people and expanding my community will happen naturally if and when it should, mm. but I'm going to operate with intention either as kind of an, an ignorant warthog or an enlightened angel and anything in between, but I will stand in whatever truth that is. If that's being ignorant, I'm going to stand in that until I'm properly aligned, mm. but being, being um, guilt tripped or f- being feared into um, accommodating people isn't the way, which leads us into our next.
0: I was going to say, that's such a good segue. Segue! Oh my God, we're so natural. One, two, three. Segue.
1: So, speaking about accommodating people and being pushed and feared into like, inclusivity and kindness, mm. do you think everything should be up for debate? Or is our freedom ruining everything? <laughs> so should my existence be up for debate? That, oh, being queer, being trans, being this religion, that religion, this color, this gender. Should that be when people say it's just my religion, it's just my belief that that doesn't exist and that's a lie and that it's learnt behavior and wrong. It's just my belief, but it erases you. What do you think about that? Should we have the, should we be
0: allowed to express that kind of opinion Right. So, yeah, I absolutely do think so. Mm -hmm. And I think so because I think the only way to learn and grow um, is to be able to express. So Mm -hmm. if you if you are stifled, then you if you can never acknowledge where you are, you can never actually identify where you want to go or identify how you could be better. So I do think that, yeah, people should, uh, you know, I think debate is is important and i think people can and should express um their differences of opinion but what i do think goes hand in hand with that is or a helpful to go hand in hand with that would be either a sense of humility for a lack of a better word but to be able to step away from from an, an idea mm-hmm. um to be willing to interrogate it like to have that spirit of growth number 1 number 2 um to be willing to and to to stand in one's integrity to take the consequences if they come down on you and they ostracize you because you're a bigot and you know you're backward then accept that take it with your chest and like go live in you know those caves in utah it's fine um Mm. that, that that's what i think but i think that if you're not allowed to express and this goes for racists as well if you're not allowed to express and if you're not if you're not allowed to express number one you'll never know what it is you really believe, then number two, if you don't have a genuine heart for wanting growth in yourself, in your life, um, and being able to question everything, Mm. um, then, I mean, yeah, what's the point of view anyway? Mm, I hear that. Because the the thing with saying, no, everything shouldn't be up for debate is like we would is I think we would just never get anywhere. So even slavery, like if nothing was up for debate, if it wasn't up for debate, like we would still be there. But because and it started with so much turmoil, you know, with mm-hmm. with the s- whispered ideas, then spoken ideas and then acted ideas and then riots and revolution. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I like
1: that. OK, so the way I see what you've said is that. I think we have fundamental light and fundamental darkness, uh-huh. and I'm ripping from Nichiren Buddhism. <laughs>
0: TM ding ding.
1: <laughs> um, not sponsored. <laughs> we constantly need to challenge our fundamental darkness, and it's interesting because I think disagreeing with someone's humanity isn't much of isn't a debate as much as a like a hate crime. Debating is like fruit loops or. <laughs> <laughs> Frosties saying, Oh, you shouldn't exist or you shouldn't have access to these rights is now um fundamental darkness. That's a hate crime, um, hate speech. And I think that has to be challenged and that's the we're constantly I feel like we're constantly responding to cruelty and violence and darkness that um yes, we do unfortunately have to debate and make cases for why we should exist things that we shouldn't have to explain. It's funny because I was confronted in Uganda. Someone asked me, why are the gays correct? And I literally, I've never been so, I had nothing to say because I'd never thought of defending someone's right to be alive, right? Yeah. So as much as that's unfortunate, that is reality, that we, um, we, meaning people, have to engage in explaining why um. We have rights, and we should exist because some people genuinely don't you know it's, it's it's a it's a paradigm it's a perspective they were born into is why should you exist and that really truly is they're not trolling us that's where some people start from, and so unfortunately, we have to engage
0: and so i, I Or not engage. I mean, be like me and stay in communities that just already accept who you are.
1: So we meaning, uh, humans have to engage, Right, not you as an individual. I, I look, I believe, it's not about me, right? Not, not one as an individual. I believe I have to contribute to the world I want to see. So I believe I can't not engage anymore. Mm. Um, and you will hopefully experience the benefits of me engaging. Like there's some people who can engage in some people who just aren't in the mood. I engage in the things that, that
0: I, where I want to prog- see progress. So that I, I don't tackle everything. Lies. Of course I do. You,
1: okay. Tell me how, tell me exactly how you're healing your relationship with men.
0: I'm going to a workshop next weekend.
1: Okay. That's true. Bitch.
0: Well, fine. Yeah, that's true. You are actually. I'm, it, it, and it's honestly, it's on the esoteric realm. Like that's where I'm interested. I want to work with those things and I want to bring healing in, in my life and in on this planet in that way, and that's what i'm working on, and it looks different, and it 's not social media and it's not topical topics and it 's not news things that happen every day, but I am working on raising the vibration of the planet in the way that I can, because the other thing i don't politi- i don't understand politics i don't understand hate and and hate you know mm. cr- crimes and speech i don't understand bigots and so mm. I'm, i don't know how to engage with that and stay calm, yeah and on keep- that level on their level, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, good, man, because we all have a space, yeah, as Andrew said, yes um but you you okay so you you believe in engaging in the world that you want to see right and in the world that is
1: now so asking yes yeah so my cousins who might be homophobes really asking and trying to understand where they come from because i want to know Mm. because that's important because we've never won anything from saying we're not going to listen to the other side and we're just going to actually shoot them all dead and then it's never worked we've had to appeal to the oppressors yeah and so i'm also learning that it's easy to not listen to people when you think they're inhuman. If you're a bigot, if you're a homophobe, you're not a human, you're a moron, and I don't have to listen to you. Mm. Well then you're actually becoming pretty similar. Um in in your disregard, in in, in that, you're low key no different on an energetic level. Ooh. So untofinately
0: Speaking of which. <laughs> ooh, speaking of which <laughs> should racists be allowed on Mars? Wasn't it white people? Yes. No, 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 it was both. No, white people is fine. I mean, there's some. I I know good white people. No, we we all know good white people. That's not the issue. I just think someone else would be the white people. I honestly think this whole. I think. Here's my take on everything. This whole structure, I think, is. It, it's it's like an organism that works together and like white people have just taken up the mantle of villain if they were eradicated somebody else would it wouldn't just be a peaceful of somebody somebody would rise and be, you know and it would be like the, the Kenyans would be like oh we're actually the Kenyans would definitely superior. take over
1: Ugandans <laughs> No, the yeah. Kenyans Ugandans you Kenyans <laughs> morally superior but also why not your country is running nicely <laughs> like honestly when True. people are like Kenyans think so much I'm like let them That's, honestly they deserve I'm it. obsessed Let's with Kenyans audience. yeah no <laughs> hiking we love hiking. you guys I'm, Oh yeah. we've actually moved on from Australians it's the Kenyans yeah. now <laughs> um, someone asked me this in uni and I think I nearly beat him but I've been thinking about that he was like when I was talking about racism he was this white guy and he's like well don't you think if black people had the chance they would kind of do the same thing back do the same thing back do the same thing back
0: and I was like in hindsight <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's something specific about whiteness. Um, have you guys watched Green Frontier? You must watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh,
0: and I'm only. It's got subtitles. <laughs> Trigger <of> warning. <laughs> That's the only reason. I'm like, you want me to eat my? You want me to slurp my gluten-free spaghetti and read <laughs> and listen to this fast, fast, fast Spanish, Spanish and then read these tiny words on screen so two my screen too funny. Oh my god! No, yeah, I'm yeah. obsessed.
1: Anything with a subtitle. She's I love it. You should watch that. It's really, I'm really interested in understanding. There's a fundamental, there's a darkness that a whiteness, not only white people, this is whiteness. Now that's a structure in which we will operate under and tap into as, and when we wish right. and involuntarily whiteness is. Oh gosh. Just, I just wonder if I want to take whiteness to Mars. And I I always tell my friend who's big on space travel I'm like you know they'll still call you a negroid on Mars you know you still won't get a home loan on Mars you know you'll still be incarcerated at a higher rate on Mars do you know that you'll be made even with your masters you'll be made to be the gardener and the bin man on Mars like they Elon will allocate roles he'll be like blacks you cook the chicken and you raise the babies whites you have all access to the tech Asians (laughs) he's also South African so that's why at first no
0: no no that's the worst kind (laughs) Well, apartheid was
1: yesterday. He's South African. Like, even the good ones also, have to fight against Which I was that. always telling my American friends, like, do you guys know what, do you know what's happening there? He's putting some Afrikaans code in these spaceships. <laughs> you just never know. They'll reroute the blacks to Pluto. Hey. hey. No, but real talk, Elon, because we know which you listen. not even
0: a planet anymore, so. Really Elon, this him. is not a threat in your life.
1: We, you, we know oh, you shit. listen. Yeah. I'm interested. I actually yeah. do. I think your work's quite interesting. Um, You need more sleep, but I'd love to talk to you on the podcast if <laughs>
0: Definitely. If you're
1: ever around, in, definitely. In Java.
0: <laughs> Come um
1: through. Who should be allowed? Let's. Who should be allowed on Mars? Should Nyaki? Do you think all black women? First of all, the food. You say all black will women. Be the, amazing. The, all black women until. Are we going to talk about the black women who believe the queers and the no, we'll the, the transgenders? There aren't, is. <laughs> Are we going to talk
0: about those black women? Okay, okay, okay. What we'll do... Well, <laughs> yeah. There'll be a little eject pad, the secret eject pad. They'll come, they'll teach us how to cook everything. You're so, you food. are the racist. <laughs> the blacks will teach us how to make machoke, how to make lamb shank fufu and fufu then we'll and eject jolof?
1: them off of Mars. Not
0: lamb shank, that doesn't come from black people. No, no, no. Lamb shank. Or we want traditional food. We want matoke, we want jollof, we want fufu, we want... Uh, you are so funny. Then we'll just say, oh, go for a spa day. And then we hit the eject And button. eject them
1: off of Mars. Yeah,
0: no, we can't have bigots but truly
1: should we allow people who are what we can cons- what we um the thoughtful crowd tm consider bigots or like a bit too conservative
0: um
1: men who believe who want their wives to work at home and who God, don't no. allow them to have their own bank bank account? Slice their knees off.
0: So <laughs> I think I think kneecap them on the way to Mars. Literally uh, on the way to the just before they step on the aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I I think first of all it's a process. We need to know how how many people are coming to Mars. Then we need to know how many of who we need in terms of skills, culture, skills. Um, Is that fair though? Shouldn't every old bum? Bums unite! No. I think me and my bum brothers and sisters should be allowed. I should actually show you my notes. I've written specifically no bums. You literally wrote, no <laughs> wrote bums no on Mars. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Because they they will eat all the plants that I that I produce. They will just consume the music, and they'll come for free healing after they've drunk themselves into a stupor. No, no bums. So it, it it's it's going to be a colony of all useful people, um, including uh, obviously like. Comedians, artists, like we need everyone that can help restore. Um, but the that's so utilitarian. Balance. And then, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're, we're moving, we're starting to colony on my are like everyone with us. Don't be silly. And then <laughs> from there, then we start sifting. So, and I know, I just know from like, Everyone on the planet, like, if we get the be- the top 100 of everything, there will be racists and bigots and idiots and bums within them and stupid, like, doctors that don't know how to... Oh, my God. Oh, my dentist. I wish I could kill him. And I saw him in spa the other day. I ignored him. And as he passed me, he was like, hello? <laughs> I mean... You felt like, like all... knocking him out. Uh, oh, my God. No, that's disgusting. And anyway, Next time we'll approach him. We will approach him. I'll tell him that he fucked me over. Uh, yeah. And then from there, we just... Um, like we we cull, yeah. We cull. Yes. Uh-uh, you see, gonna this be, is why Mars is going to be trash. You guys are insane. True, but then we'll start again, and at least when we start again and we have our disputes and all of those things, it'll the base level will be people with good hearts. You, but you believe that? Yeah. You're. G- gilly, I think it's messy. I, no matter what, it's messy. Do but.
1: I have news for you? <laughs> Do first of all, do will they need voiceover artists on Mars? Absolutely,
0: absolutely not. I do yet. other things apart from being a voiceover. <laughs> artist. Other things, are you my nails? Other things, other. No, I, thing. I genuinely, actually think I'm. I'm not gonna make it with. Really? The, with the way I think, and I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, you wouldn't. I have nothing yet specific to offer until I become that healer. I will make it. I actually it. have nothing.
1: Uh, as I stand today, I would make it.
0: It's because she'll talk away and, and she'll <laughs> fool everyone. And but you know what's nice? I will catch you on your downfall from the eject button. be <laughs> there <laughs> with open arms to catch me. <laughs> okay. Then your
1: arms, you'll catch the pod. I...
0: <laughs> hmm, that's
1: interesting. I've been thinking about that a lot, like, for real, though, who should be allowed on masks? Because it essentially begs the question, who is allowed, who has the right to exist? Are we accepting? <laughs> it, it does. Do racists have every right to clean water, to loving families, to consideration, to the law, to access to information as someone who isn't? Do people who are hurt people and murder and abuse have rights? And deserve life. That is a question because that's what we're talking about Mars. I think yes, but they need to stand in line. Why though? Doesn't everyone have a chance at redemption? And who are we to say? That's why I also like prisons, me in prisons. I'm not a fan of, um, what's the word called? P- punishment.
0: There's a better word. Like the, the penal. penal system.
1: Not really. I need to read my nigga Foucault because he talks a lot. I think about it. it's crime and punishment. Mm. I just think well who am I to decide I guess we have to or we've decided we have to have rules because we're literal animals yeah so we have to draw the line somewhere but in Mukundwa's world I believe every single law should be abolished
0: this bitch let's move on honestly okay I want to (laughs) know she said let's move on I mean can you just imagine it would be a a shit show moving Moving on okay devil's advocate is it necessary is it like what do you think, about, do you think about
1: devil's advocate? Well, I, I think, am a big devil's advocate.
0: I think it's necessary, but I also think the term devil's advocate, I think it's lazy as fuck, and all you people that use it are, <laughs> yeah, you just don't know how to stand in your truth. Just say oh. what you think. Just say, just ask a question without needing to pad it to right, be so Do you
1: think we people, white people, it's white men, who say devil's advocate, and me actually, it's white men and Mukundra who yeah. say, just playing the devil's advocate. Do you think we, we're trying to say, this is actually... Either how I feel, or this kind of resonates with me and is interested, but I'm yeah. interesting, but I want to create distance. Correct. So exactly. let me pose it and
0: pretend it's subjective. Like the de- if the devil was to speak, this is where he would say: No, bitch, it's you. It's fine. Just say it, and let's move on. Mm. Yeah, and and the, and I think it just it'll allow both people to just be bigger. Like, so me, I'll be like, oh, so Mukundu does believe that races should go on to Mars without her needing to preface it with devil's advocate, so that I can still accept her. No, I must mm. deal with that. Yes, Mukundu like Mukundur loves racists the same. So. Okay, well, now what am I gonna do? It's good. <laughs> I don't know that I said that. Well, basically. <laughs> hmm.
1: I wonder if Mandela's happy with what he sees.
0: Um. Do you think he's just? Dece- you think he's? I am disgusted. I think he's like, fuck! I should have had a re- made a revolution. Like we actually should have. Do yeah. Do you think? I think now he looks back and he's like, mm, that
1: wouldn't like, have solved a single thing.
0: It well, yeah. Sending but-
1: white people out of this country or killing them would have sold nothing. First of all, there are so many of those niggas.
0: Bitch, how They'd happy... They'd send
1: another ship from Deutschland. <laughs> they would embargo us. Like, look at Zimbabwe. They didn't come from
0: Deutschland. They came from the Nederlander. Essentially, what we're also
1: discussing is who's accountable for, for what they share, how they share it. And I think the same standards people might hold someone elevated on a public figure, on a soapbox at, they don't hold themselves to. So I'm True. held on a different standard than common, common Jane and oh, Joseph.
0: Nobody's ever put pressure on you. Where's all this coming from? Oh, no, it's not...
1: Okay, well, I could be. That should change the language. I right. could be held. But uh, for Bobo and Flex. Well, but
0: look, you, you don't have 100,000 followers.
1: I don't have that. But what I'm saying is, it still matters. It's still... Those are things... If I have 1,000 today, I'm going to have 100,000 tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. So these are still considerations. And these are things I think about because I'm thoughtful and because I know I'm sharing my my thoughts with other people. And so I have to consider how they land because right. that's the point. Like, communicating isn't to just blow hot steam. It's how it, how it's received. How is it landing? Yeah. So I'm trying to be... I'm thoughtful. Unless you're Charlemagne the God. He thinks as well, just in his... Limited. In the same way mine is too. Like, my box ends somewhere. I wasn't including people in terms of my language. I also had a limit. True. We all do. You do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Potentially. Gemini. Um. So I think... So back to that, we, we hold people who are elevated to a different standard than we hold ourselves, yeah. which isn't realistic. And because we all, we're all mi- we're all influencers. We're all micro influencers, meaning we're all influential and impact our environments because we're all an ocean. One wave from India will reach Brazil and it seems like, how could it, but it does, or at least the effects of the wave. And that's how humans are. What I do here will impact people in another country across seas, and so we if we all move with that intentionality we would feel more empowered because we wouldn't look to Kim kardashian or to beyonce or to charlemagne to speak how we want we would also just make sure we were doing that within our communities already and are we no because and i'll tell you why (laughs) holding people to the standard of even like the difference between free speech and hate speech um considering trigger warnings, being considerate of people, thinking about how we communicate and why, people don't even move with intention when they're trying to be intentional. People don't even know what they're saying when they think they know what they're saying. So how can I expect people to move with that kind of deliberateness and thoughtfulness when they're talking about things they don't even understand? Like an example, so Charlemagne, let's use him. He said that he has had Janet Mock in his show. He's had lots of trans... Folks on his show, and he understands what's going on, or he's had the, the opportunities to, and he's asked his questions. A man, a, stra- a cis straight man, comes on the show, black man, and says, Everybody has, he's a, a comedian, I think it's Mike, one of the most recent shows. He says, Everyone has their right to exist in their bodies, including trans folks, and I love all women, and he means including trans people. Mm. Somehow after that, obviously, if he says I love all women, he's saying I love all women. Charlemagne or somebody somewhere said, "Oh, words!" So you are attracted to trans women? That shook the actor who said it, and now wants to come back to the Breakfast Club to explain that no, he's not attracted to trans women. You're I, joking. I'm you're attracted joking. to trans women. I didn't mean that. What I mean is everybody is right to exist, but I don't mean that. I- and he wants to come back. And what Charlemagne has said is, "We don't want to know anyway. Like, I don't want to know what your uh, your preferences are. No one asked you. Why does it matter?" In this defensive way that people do, it's like. Why does your orientation matter? Why does your um your gender queerness matter when they're trying to express that they have no prejudice, but they don't understand that it's silencing and actually through Charlemagne saying, it doesn't matter, it's not my business. He's saying that he thinks it is a weird fetish and he doesn't want to be included in that narrative, wow. but he doesn't know he's saying that. So even with intentionality, we don't know what we're saying. So how can we hold people or expect Thoughtfulness, when even when you're moving with intention, you're still sounding like a dumb bitch. So my thing is, none of us, we are all doing, Oprah, every day is doing her best to say what she means and really align her words with what she's trying to, what she is trying to, with the thoughts she's trying to distill and with the way she's trying to have that distillation received. If she is doing that every day, we all need to be doing that every day. We all need to be thinking about how we communicate, but we're not. We're not. All to say, all to say that there's no lesson. There's no conclusion right. about how you should move. Yeah, I'm just saying this is how it is. Yeah. And that communication is hard as fuck. Language is imprecise. It's the most precise form of communication. And it is simply ex- extremely imprecise, yeah. especially because we're not robots and we don't receive code
0: yeah.
1: the way it was intended. So language and communicating is hard as fuck. Yeah. When we move with intention and without intention, we, we still don't understand the impact we're having. Honestly, if you want to perform um, inclusivity, do that. Like, that's up to you. For me, all I know is in this world, all I have is my intention because I don't know what my impact is. Right. So my intention has to be true at all times. But if you want to perform it, do it. And the final question, white people, since we have been coming for your necks, why
0: are the whites... <laughs> obsessed with freedom of speech because while they were oppressing everyone all they had was freedom of speech because everything they said went or at least was of value in their circles so their words meant things and they actually became things things. and now we're like no Actually, we don't give a fuck about your opinion. We don't give a fuck about what you feel or what you don't feel, and you can't say nigger. Ha. We're gonna, we're going to to limit you as well, and it's just so sorry, sorry for you, and nobody cares. And so I think it's just going from from being important to literally just being you're just run of the mill now, like everybody else. Maybe even a notch lower because of you know all the bad things you've done. The inconsistencies are jumping out. With me? Yeah. I'm one consistent bitch. The
1: inconsistencies.
0: Earlier you said... First of all, they're not coming to Mars. <laughs> except, for, except for my besties. I'll name them. Except for your white besties. Yeah, my white besties. The friend. inconsistencies are screaming.
1: Earlier you said that... Watch me defend myself. Freedom of speech was important so that we yeah. know what people think. Yeah. And now you said we don't care. No, So yes. which one is it?
0: Oh yeah. So say what you want to say, but they're obsessed with it because they want to be heard. So and we're mm. saying we're not we're not gonna we're not necessarily gonna say what you want to say. We're not gonna listen unless we want to listen. But okay. That, so and and also there are going to be consequences to what you say. So when they say freedom of speech, they want to be able to say what they want to say without any consequences. With impunity. With impunity fuck off. Mukuru just whispered impunity in my ear. I will. I will use my language. <laughs> at <laughs> level one. Thank you. it's gotten me this far. Uh, mm. Yeah, and now we're like, mm, no. It's very interesting
1: how, so white people, you have, someone said, there's this meme where it's, are you a master manifester or are you just privileged? Are you just wow. white? Do you just have white privilege? And white people, yeah, we could call it manifesting or we could call it privilege. What you, the, What you have thought and what you have said has become action so often yeah you thought black people were savages you you all wrote that into law it became it it was realized so with privilege the best way to engage in it is to use it for the world you want to see and i hope that it's aligned with mine where it's (laughs) peace on earth and happiness for all because i think that's possible white people you have so much power and what you the words you speak the thoughts you think because what you think becomes a thing becomes a word and the words become policy yeah and either save people or kill people your words just you common common common, common. Um, it's true liz common common Mary, Beth, you i'm speaking to you, you listen to this podcast like you have so much power so step into that and use it for the world you want to create mm. i was wow. i made a meme how to be a better a better white 101 how to be a better white 101 i saw a meme about white people it says no one and it's you know, no one says anything. And the white people, I love your hair! Like, touching your <laughs> hair. Because you guys do. Every time we have a new hairstyle, you love it. And I was at the dentist and he ran his hand in my hair as he was working on me. And then he called his black assistant and said, we- you should get this hair. We told you you'd look so good with this hair. Look what she's done to hers. So why did he change the color? You should get this, this mahogany. And she was like, ah, yeah," <laughs> and I found it hilarious because I often find white people's um unconscious racial bias and violence. Really cute because it's really like, (laughs) they really mean no harm.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's actually such a good way to look at it. It's cute. Good in, like, it doesn't hurt.
1: But then I remembered... It starts with a dentist stroking my head and it ends with a law being, if a pencil sticks in your hair, right. you are black and you have to go and live in a bantustan. You have to go live in a ghetto that's, mm. that is cordoned off and for black people. This yeah. is a partake of go Google. With no services. It starts either. with saying your hair, these are your braids, can I touch? Oh my God, you're my spirit animal. And it ends with Jim Crow. It ends with holocausts. It ends with... Mm. So white people's innocence, their, their innocent violence always eventually we can track it and see where that can end up right we've got the historical data so when white white people your your interest in freedom of speech i understand it it's nice to have power and to speak things and they they come to fruition but just know you can historically track where that ends up Mm -hmm. your whispers end up in policy your whispers have helped us end slavery and also started slavery your whispers are literally like the waves we were talking about that start in India and end in Brazil, like they're far reaching. So my freedom of speech is very different to yours. The power it has. Mm-hmm. I have power, but it's different. And like, just be cognizant of that and start to trace where the ripples historically, just look at your uncles and aunties who killed us and raped us and like enslaved um, or who helped, who, who freed us from slavery weren't supposed to be in the first place. Like you yeah. can, you have evidence of where your words lead up. And that's, that's cute. Like use that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fairly good note to end on. Thank you, Nyak. We really appreciate you showcasing your accents. <laughs> now let's actually challenge this bitch. Please, can you guys DM let us know what accent you want Nyak to try and master?
0: Bitch, bitch, immediately on the podcast. I'll do it so she doesn't just show up with a Scottish. But I, I'm going to practice for the week Scottish. leading up to, and I'll be, I'll be amazing. You'll see. You'll love me. That's fine. All righty. Any Scottish kings want to holler at us and rearrange our guts? Let us know. <laughs> we are ready. Our offals are waiting. Oh my god. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Oh my god. Offals are in animals that you eat. But if you're a cannibalist, then are my god's offals? We're not doing this. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Have a great day. Uh, And a lovely week ahead. Remember to always
1: pop your pussy. Stay blessed. Keep it moist. And stop minding what other people do with their pussies. Only somebody with a dry pussy is concerned with what somebody else does with a wet pussy. Do you know what I mean? Are you pussy shaming? <laughs> if you've got a dry pussy, air
0: life. No, I mean, your
1: life. you're a homophobe. Like, if you're a homophobe, you have oh. a dry pussy. That's why you're concerned with my cookie. Right,
0: right, right. This Cook your I own want. cookie. Cook your <laughs> own. Mind
1: your own fucking pussy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.